Hello and Happy New Year. Well, almost Happy New Year.、Um, <laughs> welcome back to Pour Me a Glass. I'm Feli. I'm Annabelle. And this week, it's a long one, so I don't want to make the intro too long, but we basically kind of reflect on the past year and the idea of just like growing up versus outgrowing. And we thought it was a very appropriate episode to do this since it's The New Year's tomorrow, and we're kind of closing this crazy year behind us and thinking about just like you know, like moving in life and different things that we want to achieve and what that really means for us. So, we touch on a lot of things in this one, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I feel really good coming out of it. So, I think it's a great wrap to the year. Absolutely wild chapter, but. Let's just let's 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 go. Yeah, I was saying I had a weird week for some reason. So last weekend I had like actually last week I had a really good week and like I had things going on, but I was like also resting and like relaxing myself and just feel very like productive. But then like somehow one week after I came back, like on a Sunday, I just I wanted to update you on this because I just felt like. Super like sad for some reason. Like I was definitely PMSing, but like suddenly after a great、yeah. weekend, I don't know why. I, like just felt sad and like lonely. I guess.、Um, and I knew it was just like the time. Like I just needed to get over it at night, and then like I'll feel better in like a few days. But it was just like a weird limbo situation I was in because like nothing was wrong. Like I actually like having like having a good time with like. People here and stuff. I think partly, probably it was like the holidays and like missing home and family a lot.、Um, but I think it was just like I was in a weird mood, definitely. Yeah, but I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but it's a mood swings, you know. <laughs> true, true. We all have them sometimes. Sometimes it's just not good. It's just not good. And because usually I like love. Alone time and like I really look forward to it. Like after a busy week, I'm like, all I want to do is like lie down in bed, like eat good food, and just like watch a movie or something. But then like that week, I just like was not looking forward to that, which is so odd because I always like am craving that time by myself. Yeah. And so I think maybe I'm like getting kind of like bored of my normal routine of like what I do by myself, and so I. In the new year, at least I want to look for more activities to do myself. That's like exciting, so I'm like I can look forward to doing something by myself. But I guess that kind of ties into today's episode. But I knew we wanted to talk about New Year resolutions or like the end of the year because when this episode posts, it will be December thirtieth, which is crazy. Which is,、um, God, we're going that, into twenty twenty two. Honestly, in my head, 2021 has like passed already. So I'm like, I I、do. don't feel it like at all. Like I'm I'm not very okay with it being 2022 yet. I'm gonna、oh、be a、God. senior. Oh, <gasps> true. I'm gonna. Oh, I don't. I don't think I'm ready. I know everybody is like very excited to graduate and stuff, and like I'm excited to start work, but I don't. I don't think I feel ready quite yet. To move on, I mean, you do still have a year and a half. Take advantage of that time. I think the latter half of that college is so 
um, like pivotal in a way. Because it's like you're kind of wrapping up things yeah, in exactly. college and you're kind of like slowly transitioning out. Um, which is part of like, I guess also today's topic. <laughs> it all ties in. It all ties in. Honestly, like I feel like so many part of the reasons why it's inspired me for this episode is because like me and my friends who also just graduated were talking about like the transition from college to like post-grad and like full-time and like no one really talks about like how hard it is that transition like yeah everyone goes through it so it's kind of like normalized like oh yeah you just like graduate and you just like deal with life but I think no one really talks about like the mini school things that happens every day that makes it like hard to like get used to a life without a community a life without like structure and people and campus like there's so many weird little things that you never thought of like even freaking library like makes it different because it kind of like you see everyone there it's kind of like where people gather together at night to like suffer together right so it is like the little things I feel like part of like growing obviously I have not graduated college so I don't know but maybe like maybe I have always been really good at spending time by myself and I you have in general like I'm a very emotionally stable person um so like if I run into people like great but if I don't I don't think I like actively will feel like oh no, like I won't see people. Like when I go to the library, I never mm-hmm. sit on the first or second floor because I don't want to see bitches. Like I just don't want to. Oh. It's so <laughs> loud. And like I can't, I can't do shit like in the first or second floor. Two types of, two types of people in the library. We're the opposite because I go to socialize. I go to stacks and like I try to get my stuff done I leave. I feel like this is a great like transition topic for like the end of the year and us just like doing this for like a few months at this point and us moving into the new year and for me that's like being in a new city and transition to a new phase of life and for you college is a lot of growing in a very fast and short amount of time so I think this is like a very relevant kind of concept that like not a lot of people talk about and to preface this to this was partly inspired by Rainsford um, article. She's an author for An Ordinary Age, which I highly recommend. So many of our topics are inspired by her work. Um, I personally really enjoyed the book and like was really inspired by like the little perspectives that she kind of brings it to like a huge theme of like what it means to be a young adult in today's world. So highly recommend that book for like. I guess if you want to start a new year with, like, some inspiration. Um, But, yeah, she had an article a while ago that talks about just, like, that concept of outgrowing and how we can, we kind of create this narrative that we want to see our life go and what it means to outgrow that. And I think I definitely feel that more nowadays because it's kind of, like, the journey that you kind of create for yourself for college and post-grad I'm kind of nearing that end of that narrative that I've created so obviously I'm like outgrowing certain things in life but like I did maybe like a little bit of outgrowing after high school I think 
that was like maybe a turning point. I would say like the way maybe like I assess things and the way like I approach issues I've grown but like in the past two years I don't know maybe because it's like the college bubble and I and I don't quite have to do like all the adulting that I'm meant to do in a year yet but I'm not at the phase quite yet where I'm like I'm shedding a new skin and I'm gonna live by myself yeah I definitely think like I went through that phase like from high school definitely it was like in the middle of college when I realized like I've outgrown some friendships from high school and I think because in high school we're so focused on like college right and hitting that like milestone and so you you don't really have time to think about anything else like I wasn't really thinking about like building relationships or friendships at that point it was like whatever their works and we're satisfied with it um, so I think coming to college, I definitely were able to reflect on that and definitely outgrow some stuff. And even just like career and like passion and stuff, I feel like I've, I've like definitely moved past a lot of things I thought I wanted. Maybe like you and I took the opposite route in high school. I was very much so like, okay, it's not like I consider a lot of friendships, but um, I think... I cared a lot still like about the quality of friendships. Pretty much everybody I talked to in high school that I considered a friend, I actually still very much so like keep in touch today. Like when I go home, I'm seeing pretty much everybody I used to hang out with. But I think that's because I had a pretty tight circle to begin with. So it's not that hard to like having to keep in touch with like like six people. That's not difficult. Um, I think my growing was more so like having to think about what I wanted um and like reassess what I was good at and like what was realistic because I think in high school there's a lot of like pipe dreams you can have and you don't quite have to like think about if it's like actually attainable or like I don't know like are you gonna make money doing stuff because I think that kind of starts hitting when you're in college and everybody starts like thinking more so in that mindset um I don't think I've outgrown relationships. That's really interesting. But I actually, maybe some, like, minusculely. But I think I mostly, like, outgrew, like, ideas maybe I had in high school. Like, my worldviews. I definitely think I'm a little more cynical than I was in high school. I think I was very much so idealistic about how everything worked. I was like, yeah, it's gonna work out. Like, I don't need to think about it. Um... Like, whether it's in my life or the world, I think I was very idealistic. But then, like, obviously COVID hit. Like, all other messy stuff that came with it. So, yeah. I'm a little more cynical, but, like, still on the spectrum, I think I'm still idealistic. But maybe a little more realistic. I don't think it's fair to call myself cynical. Because I think compared to most people, I'm pretty optimistic. Yeah, I feel like you're on the upper side of the spectrum. Compared to me, at least. I feel yeah, like I mean, I'm like, more if you, than you are. This is like me toned <laughs> down. So like imagine yeah. me in high school. I, yeah, I I was very idealistic, I think. Like I applied to one college. Like who the fuck does that? What, you only, really? I only applied to one university. Oh, wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I applied to one college. I applied to one college and like my my counselors and like my mom. 
I remember like my mom asking me in like December, she's like, oh my God, like I've started to prep for the other schools yet. Like, have you written your essays? And I was just like, yeah, totally. And I was just thinking how fucked I was going to be if I didn't get it because I had nothing prepared for anything else. Um, I think I was like definitely not as much of a planner as I am now. And I was very much like, oh, I'll just do it. Like it'll work out. And like, I mean, like, I was lucky that most things worked out because if it didn't, that would have been pretty bad. But I think I, like, kind of outgrew, like, how maybe, like, carefree. And I think that's, like, such a cliche trope to say. Like, I don't don't think that's, like – it's, like, a very much so common experience. Like, obviously, you're going to be a little more cynical than you were, like, when you were six years old. (laughs) No. But, like, honestly, I feel like when we live together, I realize how, like, realistic I am. I I think it's also a COVID thing. I think before very much I was like, oh, like, everything will work out. Like, it'll definitely be fine because it's been fine my whole life. And then COVID hits and I was like, nope, it's not fine. Everything can go wrong. Um, And obviously it did hit the world um, like that. But, yeah, I think I definitely outgrown some ideals um I was very much in like a bubble in high school and that's just how like the international American school circles are I think um and you either I definitely was in such a bubble and I can't really blame it on like the environment or like the people because like we were literally we had the chance to like learn more and our like educational programs in school were just not made that way like now thinking back I'm like white professors were teaching us like history of Asia like what <laughs> why did we think to like learn that from them anyway weird um but we were never even like during BLM there was like such a big protest back at school saying like all the classes we have taken doesn't cover like black history enough and doesn't address like the racial like background and history and blah 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 like all of those stuff which now looking back like very true like we came to the U.S. very ignorant and not really knowing much about the world and I definitely think I've outgrown those traditional ideals coming in like meeting people of different backgrounds like some of my closest friends are like people I thought I would never be friends with and they have told me so much about just like the country like different things right different ideas and that's kind of what I mean by like outgrowing like some friendships because our values like kind of don't align as much anymore. Yeah. And I've found like more, I guess like my, per- like be- begin to like find my own personal values. And even like I talked to my parents over summer and I just realized like how different we think now. It's just completely different. And I think they're shocked by the way I think now too. And I think I said it this before, but if they listen to this podcast, I think they would be like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> like, is this how she, like, views the world? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they'd be kind of shocked. I think, I mean, I was raised in, like, a North American background, albeit, like, you know, Vancouver is still very Asian-centric. So, like, I do think it's fair that I was maybe exposed to it a little bit more than, like, in the Taipei and, like, Chinese culture. Um, But definitely to, like, the level where, like, I am in the States, I don't think I necessarily, like, grew up, like, sheltered-sheltered, but, like, 
compare my experiences like you know in Vancouver like versus here like I think it's still pretty jarring I still remember like it was like last Thanksgiving I was home with my like friend here like her home and then we went mm-hmm. to main event which is like a it's like a what are those called arcade type situation and it's just like people you know like we're walking around like it's fun some guy like raises his hand like to shoot a basketball I just see a gun and I literally was like but like it's so normal (laughs) for them (laughs) I literally stopped moving and I was like I was like what like it's so it's so normal um like for them and I I think seeing like a lot of the events unfold like over the past few years obviously I also think I'm I'm older so I'm like more at a place to understand these things as they happen like if you told me this like in high school there's no like context clues I could have given myself there's like even if I knew something was happening like these things have been happening it's not like it's not like it just all of a sudden happened in 2020 I, I I don't think um it's fair to say like oh I just had a fucking sudden realization because it was 2020 like I think it's been happening long long before um you know maybe it's like our generation is a, is a little more like we we access information a lot easier than like you know previous times or it's because we grew up in a society like that you know is trying to actually talk about these things but um I think understanding like what's happening right now is also because I'm older and like I, I tend to care a bit more then, like, you know, our generation just cares more than our parents did, at least, like, I think in the Asian community. I can't speak for anybody else, obviously, but, like, I mean, our parents, like, <laughs> it's really hard to have conversations like that with them. Um, I don't think they quite get it, but, like, I also can't shit on them for not getting it because they didn't get the same exposure that I did. Like, I think I also think it's really frustrating when, like, children like literally shit on their parents and they're like they're horrible horrible people and they don't understand anything I'm saying um and I think like while yes what they think is like really fucking shitty but like they brought you over here like you don't understand the amount of work it took them to first of all bring you over here and like they weren't exposed in the same like environment as we were like they weren't offered the same quality of education or like like, were they taught to like yeah to kind of exposure or to care like have free time have free time to think about like worldly issues um so I think okay maybe like this is actually bringing me somewhere I think maybe I think my biggest outgrowing part is like being able to see the other side like perspective wise because I think before I was very much so like oh like if you think differently than like than like you know me or the mainstream then like it must be wrong um and like this might piss people off but I like I think um I don't have to agree with the other side like yeah I I fucking think they're dumb sometimes but I think I'm more understanding and like more willing to listen to other people say their opinions like why they think them before I immediately jump on it and just say like that's too bad I don't want to listen to it which I think a lot of people actually dare I say can work on like, I think there really is, like, a high mentality right now, and you don't, you don't really, like, I feel like some people, sometimes people have opinions, but they don't really know where the opinion comes from, they're just kind of, like, spitballing what they see on social media, um, and they kind of just, like, build on it, but, like, what does it really stand for? Like, they don't really know either. 
I just don't think that's like a productive way to do anything really. But my point is, fuck, maybe I think my biggest outgrowing is kind of being more tolerant of like opinions beyond. Yeah, just like being my more own. understanding. Because I, I think it's one thing to be like so bipolar and like not listen to the other side versus like knowing the full story and having your own like ground and opinion. So I definitely think that's like just part of like growing up in general. And I was going to ask, what do you think the difference between growing up versus like outgrowing is? Ooh, that is a great question. Yeah, we have so much emphasis on like growing up and like childhood, adulthood and all these phases of life that we're supposed to like go through. But what does, how is that different from like outgrowing, do you think? I think like everybody grows up, but not necessarily everybody outgrows. Mm. So you think it's like a positive thing to like outgrow? I I don't know if I'm willing to say it's just like strictly positive or like strictly negative, I guess. I think the fundamental difference for me is like everybody has to grow up. Like it doesn't matter if you don't want to or if you like you're not willing to like you can't just pause time and be like I'm done growing up. I mean, like, mentally I guess you can, but you know, nobody nobody can actually just be like I don't want to grow up. Um, but outgrowing I think is more of a personal like thing outgrowing is kind of like i don't know it's like you know how the snake like changes mm, yes, skin yes. or whatever <laughs> is that what happens i'm not, I'm not great at i'm not great at biology <laughs> you know like you know you know how they like you know how they like shed skin like i think outgrowing is like shedding skin i think you can compare almost. it to the caterpillar um, <laughs> well yeah yeah like you kind of shed like a layer of yourself or like a new version of yourself or like not a new version but like maybe you you maybe you like drop things that you don't need anymore I don't know I think outgrowing is a different experience maybe for everyone maybe some people like actually just fully reinvent themselves and some people just drop like little little pieces I like agree with the dropping the pieces and I think just like because we have I think for growth, it's, like, just the emphasis about, like, new things that happens, like, new chapters in your life, like, new college you're going to, new, like, job you're going into, new city you're moving to, um, but what if you outgrow those things? Like, I don't think I necessarily outgrew college. It was four years. I really enjoyed my time, so I don't, I don't consider that part outgrowing, but I did, like, consider it this, like, job, like, a dream job, right? Like, one of those. And not that I don't enjoy the job, but I think when you're in it, you start to realize that, like, it's not so glamorized and every day is the same and not every day you're going to be like, I love, like, I'm not all sun, like, sunshine rainbows every day. Um, So is that part of, like, outgrowing this, like, dream? I don't think that's outgrowing. I think that's just, like, facing reality like no maybe like you can outgrow aspirations and stuff but I think no matter what job you jump to or what shiny new thing you decide to take part of like one day it's gonna it's gonna become mundane like no matter what it is you do it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is it's gonna become mundane one day and maybe outgrowing is realizing that like mundane is okay and every day doesn't need to be different and like exciting for it to be enjoyable maybe that's like outgrowing part it's like you know like you get a new piece of clothing 
And the first few days, you're so excited. You're like, shit, like I want to wear this every day. I have like so many different ideas for this. By the time it hits like month two, you're kind of like, eh. And like, you know, so I think, but then again, beware. I have not had a big girl (laughs) job, okay? Like all I have done has been exploited (laughs) by internships. We can talk about that another time. So, you know, maybe, like, my idea of it has not, like, been fully formed in any way, shape, or form. So, maybe I think that, like, outgrowing is, like, being yeah, able to no, accept it. Maybe, sense. like, you know, in two years, if we're still yeah. doing this, I'm like, fuck my job. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. No, that makes a lot of sense. And going back to, like, whether it's positive or negative, for me personally, I think, like, outgrowing can be seen as such a, like, negative thing. Like, oh, my God, like, you don't, like you don't like your for example like friendships like it's so negative to have friendship breakups and i think that for example it's like outgrowing your friendship it's not necessarily bad it's just like your time with this person has like run its course and you, you just like, want different not that you don't yeah. appreciate what you had but it's like it's no longer working with like my life right now and not necessarily like you can come back to it but in the moment you're outgrown this like person right but I think it's, like, a good thing in yeah, a way. like, you don't need Yeah, because it. it's, like, you're discovering something new about yourself, and so you're kind of revamping, like, how you, like, see your life going, in a sense. Um, and another example is just, like, I think I've outgrown kind of some of the habits and routines I've had. So, like, when I lived with you, I think I had, like, such focus on, like, having the perfect, like, that girl routine, right? And I was always so <laughs> impressed that you can wake up in the morning. I could not. I genuinely just could not. Yeah, you're a night owl. <laughs> For sure. It's kind of a problem. But that's okay. Yeah, so I think I've kind of outgrown that part of my life. And it's honestly kind of sad because I think that for a long time and like, being very passionate about, like, little, like, small businesses that are, like, cool wellness, like, beauty brands and stuff was just something I, like, was interested in and, like, really enjoyed. But now I don't have the same sparkle when I look at them. It just doesn't really matter as much anymore because I have other priorities, I guess. Yeah. And so that's kind of sad because I'm, like, oh, I used to, like, really like, like, such aesthetic things. But then now I just, like, don't really care for them. But I think it's, like... I realized that is no longer something that makes sense, like, in my life right now. It's not, like, a priority anymore. Yeah, it's that kind of feeling of, like, oh, you don't get the same drive or, like, the same, like, happiness when you see these things. And it's kind of, like, you have to like find Like, the serotonin ones. boost. Yeah. You know. Damn, I think I hobby hop, like, a lot. I don't know... I don't know if it's outgrowing, but I just have, like, a very short attention span. (laughs) So I never, like, I don't know if it's me outgrowing or if it's just, like, me being me. But I think I hop around, like, hella. Like, when I was younger, like, I'm still very into crafting. Like, very much. I was very much, like, a friendship bracelet girl. And then the, like, the rainbow loom girl. (laughs) And then, like, you know, you know, I don't know if you know, but, like, in Michael's, this is, like, a very niche thing, and if you don't get it, just, like, ignore me. But, like, if you do, like, mm, like, 
Like, in Michael's, there used to be these, like, oh, fuck, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> in Michael's, there used to be these, like, little construction books that, like, um, teach you how to do, like, different crafts. Like, Aww. and, like, there was a book that you could knit. <laughs> yeah. Aww. When I was younger, like, I would genuinely save up all of my allowance and, like, go to that. But I think in crafting, like, I was, like, I read a lot and I did that a lot. So, like, I, I was living, like, a grandma lifestyle at, like, the ripe old age of, like, 12 years old. I loved it, though. And I don't think I ever outgrew crafting. I just, like, go through different formats of it. Um, other hobbies. I don't know other hobbies I have. Like, I'd have to pull up my resume and go to the <laughs> interest section and I'm see what I wrote down. Because <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but... No, I think it's so normal to outgrow hobbies. Like, I don't know why people... No, it's, like, I feel like we're taught, like, like especially in, like, Asian culture, we're taught that we have one hobby, and you stick to it, and you get really good at it. So we're supposed to, like, I guess when we're young, like, try all these, like, instruments and sports and stuff, and then you're supposed to, like, eliminate and just, like, you know, like, be super good at it. Um, so I think that's where I kind of lost that passion for like random hobbies that I can just be a terrible ad. Um, and I'm kind of trying to rediscover that like kind of fun again because I feel like we're taught that like we just have to be perfect at everything. Um, and I guess the part of it is like outgrowing like hobbies. Like it's like I guess like back in the days it's kind of looked down upon if back in the <laughs> back days. In the days. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Yeah, like, I stopped playing violin because, like, I stuck that in. Like, honestly, hated every time I practiced. Oh, my and, like, God. Of course, I feel like my parents were disappointed because they were like, oh, my God, you can't play an instrument. Wait, but, you're, but, you're, but your parents yeah. let you quit? <laughs> Thank God, dude. I also play piano. And, Wait, like, you have such I nice parents. I strictly remember, like, me telling my dad, like, Dad, like, I don't think piano's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wait, we had such different upbringings. Okay, you know what? This is fun. This is great because we have very different upbringings and we can kind of talk about it. I started piano, swimming, ballet. Oh my God, ballet. Horseback riding. Oh my God. And like all of these things when I was four and a half years old. So essentially pretty much everything on my college application under the extracurricular section, I started when I was four and a half. And... Like, I have a very short, like, anybody who knows me knows that my attention span is, like, fucking tiny. So, like, imagine that when I was four and a half. And, like, I've practiced piano every day up until college. Like, every day. I'm talking literally every day. There are no days off for at least an hour since I was four and a half years old. And I cannot tell you how many times I told my mom, like, when I was, like, six or seven or, like, eight, I'd literally be like, I'm done. I don't want to play. Like, when I was younger, like, the why I would get beat would be piano. Oh. Like, my mom would literally stand behind me with a ruler. Like. Oh, Okay, gosh. but don't worry. Like, I, I love my mom. Please don't. Please don't make <laughs> We're fine. Every, um, every but she time. she would, like, literally stand behind me. She would literally stand behind me with my ruler. And this was in China. So, this is so normal. So, I mean, like, she would, like, literally stand behind me. And then, like, you know, every day would have to, we have to hit an hour. If we don't hit an hour, I'm not allowed to step off the piano bench. She would count if I don't get it five times in a row perfect. Like, we'd have to go back. Like, I remember there were so many horror stories. And you know what? Like, when I turned, like, 15, 16, I actually started to like it. 
But I never told her because I was like, I have to rebel. If I told her I liked it, she would like take satisfaction in like knowing everything she did was right. So, and you know, like when I go home this winter break, I'm going to practice piano because I kind of miss it. But like, it's kind of weird because like now I'm kind of wondering, like, is this an organic thing or is this because I was so forced into it? That, like, I had to like it or mm. else I would have literally died of boredom. Yeah. No, honestly, I feel like that's what we filled our time with. Actually, you know what? In high school, I mean, I've always loved drawing. And I think in high school, I kind of made it. Like, it's funny. The, yesterday, my friend was literally like, oh, what were you, like, known for? Or, like, what were you, like, in middle school or high school? And I was like, oh, I guess, like. I, like, danced for a little bit, which is, girl. like, honestly so embarrassing. Because I feel like everyone went through, like, a dance phase, too. Not ballet, but, like, actually dance. Um, got out of that because oh it's terrible and, it. um, and, yeah, like, I was, like, known as the girl who, like, does a lot of art and stuff. Um, but I feel like I haven't done that in so many years, just, like, sitting down, like, drawing. And I really miss yeah that feeling. And I, I guess I, like, kind of outgrew it where I was, like, oh, maybe I, like, don't really like it. Or, like, it's getting mixed with, like, job-related things or, like, school-related yeah. things. And oh, yeah, because your job is kind of yeah, in it's that, like, like, like realm, like creative right? creative realm. So it is, like, tangled up together, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Because, like, it's something you like, but it's also, like, your job. It's, like, really hard to like your job sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I guess, like, the definition of, like, dreams in general, I think we often have, like, a dream job or, like, a dream, like, I guess, like, life where you have, like, a house and, like, family and stuff. But I think, like, that, for me, has started to shift where, like, I don't just, I don't have a dream job, per se, but I have, like, a dream kind of, like, like, I guess, like, lifestyle I would like to be in that includes, like, my job and people I'm with and, like, everything combined together instead of just, like, this linear thing I'm supposed to, like, hit, you know? I mean, like, but I think you can also, like, you know, not like it at the moment and kind of outgrow it, but then, like, later in life kind of be like, I'm going to go back into it. I don't know. Is that a, is that a, I don't know. I don't think it's an accurate verb, but it's very much, like, okay to decide Go with the flow. Yeah. Go with the flow. I guess. Yeah. Like, it changes all the time. Very fluid, indeed. Damn, I don't know, I don't know if I have any hobbies that are serious enough that would, like, impede with my job performance. I am scared that one day, like, I'm not going to like writing anymore. Oh. Actually, yes. I guess scared, honestly, not every day. I'm being dramatic. But once in a while, I'd be like, <laughs> What if I genuinely don't like designing? Like, what would happen? Like, I think there's such a big fear with, like, if I... I think maybe everybody's so scared of outgrowing. It's, like, if I let go... Because I think you outgrow... You tend to outgrow things that are, like, key to who you are as a person. Like, I think there tend to be pretty key character traits. And I think maybe there is such a stigma because you're scared, like, to lose the thing that defines you. Yeah. Because you probably have yeah. lived that, like, thing for so long. And you're like, why do I have to, like... Okay, finally, a new label is fucking exhausting. Yeah. And, like, your sense you of know? self so, like, gets so, maybe like... You honestly go through, like, an existential crisis. Because 
your one step thing that defines you is changing, aka outgrowing, I guess, your sense of self, like, yeah. gets shifted and you feel, like, insecure because, like, people known you as, people knew me as, like, the artsy girl. So I feel like I had to, like, live up to that standard and that, like, persona I've created. Like, if I wasn't artsy, I, mean, I wasn't into aesthetic things anymore. If I wasn't designing yeah. things anymore, I think people would be like, like, I don't really know, like, who you are. <laughs> You know what? Like, that is true. Because I just remember when I first met you, people were like, that's, you know, like how on your introduction slide, it literally says aesthetics. Oh my God, yeah. Do you with remember? With the squiggles. So I, with the little squigglies, yeah. like, it's like, it was like italicized. I'm dead. I remember that, that so was clearly. The personality. <laughs> yeah. So I think, like, it makes sense. Because I'm. Okay, you know what? I'll expose myself. In high school, I was one of those, like, the loud person. Um, <laughs> I think we know that. Which I bet if you... No, no, no. I think if you went into any of my classes this semester, like, pulled me in front of them, and I was like, did you know how talkative this girl is? Nobody would believe okay, you. Okay, fine. That's Absolutely true. Absolutely, people would believe like, you. Like, Evie didn't know you. So, like, it makes sense for people to speak, be scared. Like, I'm scared. But I was, I was also thinking, like, damn, there's nothing that really defines me. Like, what defines me? If you have, like, aesthetics, then what's my thing? I feel like there isn't just one thing that defines you, though. I think it's because, like, people talked about me that way. That is, like, literally the brand. <laughs> but then I think for you, like, I feel like you have a lot of thoughts. And, like, I guess only knowing you that, like, you express them. I could see why, like, on the outside, people think, like, you're very introverted and, like, you're really quiet, but you're not. You have, like, a lot of things to say. In a good way, though. In a good way. I think sometimes when I'm, like, just staring off in the distance, I really am just, like, living with my own brain. And you selectively say them, I guess. That's a good way to say it. I do selectively say them. Like, half of my things, I don't even think processes. I feel Um, like... (laughs) I feel, I'm like thinking of a meme, but I feel like from the outside, you're just like this calm, like cute gal. And then like inside your brain, it's just like 10,000 things. Just chaos, like, chaos, chaos. Yes. <laughs> like chaos. Oh my God. It's like Fernando. Like, and like 10 wheels. <laughs> oh my God. One day we have to talk about Fernando's. R.I.P. Fernando's. Let's take a moment. Wait, should we? Should we insert the story okay. now? Yeah. We'll quickly talk about it. Wait, should we? Quick <laughs> quick entertainment segment. So, when we and Annabelle live together, have we not talked about this? I feel like this is like... We've never the talked about story. this. Okay. So, when we live together, I remember one freaking night, I was like, I went to bed. And then, I hear like, some like, ruffling things near my desk. And I was like, that is loud, and that is definitely in my room. And, like, I was, I'm, was, like, a scary cat in terms of, like, ghosts and stuff. Like, I I guess so scared sometimes. And so, like, I heard this. I was, like, that's definitely in my room. And then I, like, didn't wear my glasses. So, like, I turned on the lights, and I was, like, why is there, like, a brown thing <laughs> under my desk? <laughs> Wait, did we, did we preface that Fernando's is my hamster? Oh, yes, Fernando's is a hamster. <laughs> And By the Fernando's way. is called Fernando's because he's number two. There was a Fernando before him. 
R.I.P. Fernando. <laughs> Never met but him. Anyways. And then I would like freak the fuck out because like I was running across my room and I was just like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. And I was like, I went outside. And I was like, Annabelle, and like Lee was there too. Annabelle's friend was there too. And I was like, I'm just I was on the balcony, you know. She was kind of out of it. That's what I'm gonna say. You know, I was late. I was tired, amongst other things. Um, and Violet, like, knocks on the balcony door. And, like, I can just see, like, the sheer panic on her face. And I'm like, shit. Like, what happened? <laughs> and she's like, Animal, I think, like, where's Fernando's? I'm like, he's in his fucking, like... In the he cage. Had, yeah, he had, like, he had... I bought him, like, a large aquarium. So, because, like, the little steel bars weren't, like, good for their fingers. So I got him an aquarium. But he was, like, getting bigger. So the aquarium... Um, I don't know if you, like, if you own a hamster, they can climb, okay? They can fucking climb. It's really crazy how much, like, abdominal strength they have. So, like, I'm like, there's no way. Like, what do you mean? So, like, Lee goes to my room. She checks, like, she checks, like, his little containment unit. And she's like, he's not there. And I'm like, (laughs) he's not there. I'm. What do you mean? And then I see him. Like, we, all three of us, like, pattern to your room. (laughs) And we're like, oh, my God. That thing is out. (laughs) And I would literally stop the corner. <laughs> Belly and I And it was useless. That's to say, she was I useless. I was completely useless. She was just watching. I just, I just stood there. I was, and I was screaming like, on my bed. I mean, that was my child. I just stood there in the corner. And I was like, oh no. Lee was the only one Lee who was took helping. swift action. She grabbed a trash can. She grabbed like a, um, like a little slipper and like shoot him in. <laughs> I'm just imagining what I saw, and Lee was just like, <laughs> Lee was so quick about it too. She life. like shoot him in, and then we like trapped him under like the trash can in my room. So we went back on the balcony. We we're like chilling. We we're like he's under the trash can. Like there's no fucking way anything can happen. And it was like a spacious trash can, and like it like it touched the ground fully. We come back yeah. in. We looked at the trash can. He was gone. <laughs> so Lee had to catch him again. So Fernando's my hamster. Thought I was comparing my brain to a hamster wheel, which is correct because <laughs> I go off on many yes, tangents. Which is accurate, I would say. <laughs> what if I outgrow that one day? Imagine me like not talkative. That's a scary thought. <laughs> I don't think you should change that. <laughs> We what can't if, do the party big damn talk. <laughs> Belly's just having a monologue moment, and I'm like, yes. Dude, I can't. You know, I can't do it myself. <laughs> um, oh, how about, like, outgrowing, like, interests? Like, for example, I remember hearing this somewhere, but you can, like, I guess similar to hobbies, but, like, things you get excited about. Like, for example, when I first started watching Love Island, <laughs> here we go again, I was obviously like, I mean, every season I watch, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like so hooked. I'm like so into it. And like every day, it's like kind of depressing, but like when you start a new show, you're just like so excited to watch it, right? And you just look forward to that moment. You're like, watch, like eat good food and watch TV. Um, but that eventually goes away after like the show's done and you kind of get familiar with like you know like watching it actually i remember i listened to sefi and wings episode yeah but they were saying like i love their podcast and i've listened to like so many episodes like repeat but it is it hits different when you're re listening to it because you already experienced it so 
like yeah, one day I'll, I'll grow the podcast, and one day I'll, I'll grow like books I'm reading or shows I'm watching, and you don't get the same excitement. And that's just like, you know, it's something we don't really think about, but it is part of like growing up, I guess, and yeah, just like the changes that you like go through in life and how these things can like go away. But it's exciting at the same time because you can discover new things and things changes all the time. Yeah. Like, that's so normal, because, I mean, obviously, you're not going to like the same, like, God, like, I look at, I look at my Pinterest board from, like, high school, and, like, the shit I've saved, and I just, like, want to ask myself, who hurt you? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> it's so bad, and, God, like, how am I being so obsessed with, like, the fault in our stars? So, I think, it, like, it cannot be more normal to, like, outgrow, like, interests you may have like it's it's nice to have like solid things that you can always come back to i mean i don't know i'll be concerned for myself if i was like into the same stuff because it doesn't stimulate your brain anymore yeah it's like the stimulation i guess but anyway i think the conclusion of all this it's just like i feel like we instead of looking so forward and like having that expectation that this narrative that we created is going to like your life is going to go that way and that's how you're going to like be happy by reaching those milestones i think we should just like accept kind of like where we are right now yeah like, what you enjoy and just be more accepting of just like how things are going right now instead of that is such a good point because i think so many of us like we're taught to like make like 10-year plans and like five-year plans and, like 20-year plans oh yes and in fact like most of most of us are praised for having these kinds of plans like people were always like oh my god, like, you're so prepared, like, that's so nice that you, like, thought so far into the future, and, you know, and I think that sometimes creates, like, unrealistic expectations for yourself, and you're actually, like, so let down when something doesn't happen that, like, I think maybe it's more important to, like, I think it's so okay to have, like, goals and, like, aspirations, like, if you don't, like, then it makes living a little, like, dull, but, you don't have to plan it out. Like, you don't have to, like, achieve something in, like, five years. Like, it's okay if you don't. Like, one of my friends, um, you know, he, like, rushed through college. He graduated in two and a half years. And I'm not going to go into specifics. Like, he – I remember, like, ever since we were, like, sophomores in high school, he had a 5, 10, 15, 20-year plan. Like, that shit is laid out. Like, I'm telling you, I've never seen more detailed plans in my life. I'm like, smart dude. And the first thing he had on his list after graduating college, which is supposed to be happening right now, it didn't happen. And he was devastated. And like from an outsider's point of view, I'm like, you already accomplished so much. Why are you upset by it? Like, and I think like creating these timelines, like convincing yourself that you have to like grow with these plans instead of like allowing yourself to like maybe outgrow them because you found something new. Like you're so, you're restricting yourself to like, I don't know, like something that doesn't, may not fit you. And like, how do you know what's going to fit you in 10 years? You don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know what I'm going to like in 10 years. Maybe I'll like be weird. I don't know. <laughs> but I think creating these like guidelines for yourself, like actually like hin, what's the word? Hinders, hinders your growth. Hindrance, puts a hindrance, but that puts a hindrance on your growth. Maybe. You're and I think it's, like, completely okay to, like, sidetrack a little bit if that's just what you feel like. I feel like we're, like, oh, we have to get back on track. Like, for example, if you 
for me personally, if I had a week of just like having fun with friends and like eating out a lot, like going back home, like the family and like wasn't doing anything productive, I'm like, oh, I have to get my shit together and get back on track. And not that I can't like do that every week, but it's like, let yourself live a little and just like, yeah, live your life a little. It doesn't fucking hurt to have fun for like a week. Yeah. I think we're so pressured to like be productive and be like crunching on this plan that it's like, how are we going to enjoy life otherwise? Yeah. And and like, you don't have to feel I think guilty, just like, you know, at all. Yeah. Like, whether it is about, guilt. yeah, like having fun or like outgrowing things. I do think guilt is like an associate. I think guilt and fear is like very much so associated with like mm. outgrowing things. But what's that like yeah. fucking really cliche quote? Like, if you don't like experience this comfort, you're not growing. You're only growing when you're dis. Some okay, you know what? There's that. There's like you're a really cliche quote about. You have to be uncomfortable to grow. A million ways to say this, but essentially, it's just like whatever makes you uncomfortable. That means you're growing. So, <laughs> it's normal to like feel like feel like fear and guilt and like all these other complex emotions and I guess like wrapping up for the new year I know like so many oh of us God. have new year resolutions new year. I don't really believe in them I don't do and, like, new year's I resolutions never I've never really done make them. them yeah because I oh just my think God. Like, it's... <laughs> I've never made them <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I don't think I've ever I don't remember at least um it's like more loose goals I guess but I don't have like like set goals because I just think it's kind of stupid that we're like fed into like following a structure of like years to achieve our goals like if you really want to do something you should do it right now like you shouldn't wait till the new year and January 1st a brand new start like how many brand new starts have you had and how many of those things you told yourself that's going to happen actually has happened yeah exactly like growing it's continuous it can't just start every year right yeah I really I really have not okay maybe like one because I'm very terrible at like following instructions I set for myself so like you know (laughs) take this with a grain of salt it's not just because like I'm wise or whatever because I don't like I don't I don't like writing rules out for myself and having to follow them but I don't think it's productive and like whenever people like have conversations about like here are my new year's resolutions i'm always like "Ah, didn't make any (laughs) but it's okay i mean i have like general goals i want to like work on but it's continuous and very general um yeah and i think that's something we should keep in mind that like you can have goals but they can change you can't or else you're gonna get disappointed end of 2022 and be like oh i didn't achieve these goals but it's like while your priorities shifted, if circumstances change... Have changed. Then your goals change with them. There's nothing yeah. wrong with not achieving them, you know? It's completely okay. Yeah. Damn, completely I can't believe it's okay. a new year. Wait, that means we've been doing this for half a year. Six months, yeah. Half a year. Crazy. You know what? I'm proud of us for, like, sticking to it for this long. I know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so many ups Six and downs months. for sure. But it feels it feels like it hasn't been that long. No, it really hasn't. I feel like it went by so fast. Like, but yeah, it's just like people ask me all the time, like, "How's the podcast going?" And 
like honestly I'm just like it's so nice to have something I'm genuinely just like like doing yeah and it's, it's like very much so like, like no pressure yeah it's like we can do it whenever you want and obviously we try to keep to a schedule and stuff but it's like it's just a like project that we like doing and it's nice having kind of like this sounds stupid and very type A of me but it's nice having like something of deadline and something of structure outside of work that I'm genuinely like like doing if that makes sense like I miss that feeling where it's like I'm not reporting to anyone should we talk about 2022 before we wrap completely? Uh, 2022. Damn, 2022 is the year I become a college oh senior. God. Oh my God, you are going to be a senior. For me, it's kind of the start of the year where my life is more consistent. Yeah, I think it's like your full year in the workforce. I went through so, so much changes. Yeah. Um, end of senior year was obviously so much fun summer was rough graduated went back home moved here been a lot of changes everywhere so I'm excited to just like have a more scheduled life where nothing dramatic is going on hopefully no COVID 2.0 I mean it's still going on but at this point it's a normal (laughs) I feel like I had a normal in 2021 like nothing Nothing really happened. Small wins. Small, small stuff. But, damn, I actually cannot believe I'm going to be a senior. Like, I genuinely do not feel like I graduated high school that long ago. You know, people on the campus think I'm a freshman. I look like a freshman to everybody. You do still look young. You're still a freshman to me, for sure. (laughs) Still a little young one. Bro, these people really be stopping me on, like, Cox Bridge, being like, oh, my God, you want to talk about some stuff? Like, you're a freshman, right? And I was like, uh, I'm a junior. <laughs> I don't know. 2022, it seems weird. Like, I, I guess, oh, my gosh, maybe I'll actually be in school, like, in Atlanta for a full year. Maybe I'll be an in-person year. Mm. I've never had that yet fingers crossed wait that's I've, crazy i've never had a full calendar year where i've been oh on campus God. fully so i guess this is this is the year i hope your senior year is at least a little normal I, me too i'm really i'm really hoping so hopefully we can see each other again in 2022 we will but yeah it's it's so different but also, like, still very much so the same, I feel like. Yeah, like, I feel really content with, like, how I end a college, for sure. And, like, still, like, reminiscent, like, our last semester and stuff. It was just so much fun when, like, everyone was together. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God. I know it's different now, but. Do you have a note for your 2022 self? Maybe next next year, if we're still doing this, hopefully we're still doing oh, this. We can we can listen to yeah. it and like listen to it. Oh my god! Give a little reaction. Oh my god! What would yours be? Oh my god! Twenty twenty two, Annabelle. It'll be twenty one. Be legal to 
drink in the U.S. Thank God. I hope you've gone to a bar or a club at this point. Be very disappointed if you haven't. I hope you had fun in your first semester of senior year. I hope B-Law is going well because that's what I'm going to be taking. And I hope you've secured a job that sponsors you and that you have different and better priorities other than finding a job. Yeah. I think that's my note. I'm about to stay in the U.S. 2022. Please. Oh, my God. Please. I think for me, I would hope to kind of establish my own space in a city and giving, like, feeling more, like, settled down and definitely hoping to like strengthen my relationship with myself even more like being more comfortable with like doing things myself and like at the end of the day we only have ourselves like yeah yeah I can have like my boyfriend or like my family there like always for sure but like we're alone like most of the time so I really want to make sure like I feel good about that I won't be moving out alone by next year so that's not going to happen. <laughs> but honestly, I just want to enjoy myself. I think I take a lot of that away from myself, especially in college, just because of, like, things you have to do, you know? So I just want to, like, really enjoy day-to-day and not think too much into things. Yeah. No overthinking 2022. We know that's not No happen, overthinking 2022. Well, hope. <laughs> oh, One can hope. I can't believe this is coming out like December 30th. Yeah, I mean, like, that insane. was another year. Another year has gone by. Sound like such sentimental bitches. I swear I'm not the sentimental. Yeah. What the? But what's wrong with us? Usually anyways, we're not like this. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Oh my god, this is such a good end to the year. And happy new like year episode in general. Happy new year. We will not see you. We will. Oh, you know what? We'll see you. We'll see you in the new year. And we hope you have a great vacation, celebration, whatever it is you're doing tomorrow. We hope you get plastered at a club or you know at home at a couch whatever you want yes. just we hope you have a good time with wine barefoot as as yes as we should <laughs> anyway have a good one bye bye